All right, welcome to the If You Have to Ask podcast. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, well, I don't think anyone's aware because we haven't actually published our first episode, but we're changing the name to If You Have to Ask. We're going to get a theme up and running soon, but uh, until then, this is uh, this is our intro, I guess. And we got a lot to cover today, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been like, what, four or five months since yeah, we did our last... Yeah, it's been kind of a while. We've been on a bit yeah. of a hiatus. We've been on a bit of a hiatus, just, just too much too much stuff going on. But uh, lots to talk about. Uh, where should we start? I guess let's... I think we should start... We should start with the Metallica concert. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a very agreed. appropriate... Agreed, agreed. Because we were talking about the tickets for that show and how... Uh, incredibly corporatized. corporatized it was. Yeah, exactly. Is that a word, corporatized? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you could say it's a word. Corporate. Just whatever. corporate, you know, kind of, not soulless, but just, they were just basically trying to cash in on people and milk them for all they were worth. <laughs> but, um, the show was great. I had, it was a really, yeah. really, I, I think it was the highlight of the summer for me. Yeah, personally. no, okay. For me, what it was, okay, so the, so first there was like a super long walk, probably like close to half an hour to be Oh, honest, yeah, it was long. Metro. It was really long. It was long. a really long walk. But the thing is, the funny thing is I found when you get there and after you wait in line and stuff to get in, it's almost like you appreciate it more. And then yeah. like you go and then it was a really nice venue. It was set up really well. It was like a festival, you know? There was like yeah. food stands everywhere. Um you know, like there was room to walk around, like to enjoy it. You know, I found it was a lot better than like heavy MTL because heavy MTL, it gets really crowded and there's only yeah, like a couple for sure. of food stands and you have to wait in like a super long line. This was like just everything was, was there for you. It was great. Yeah, I li- I, uh, I, li- I thought the, the walk was a little long, but it really, it, it did not really take away from the show. The show was, was insane. It was so good. Like we came in for the middle of Volbeat or was that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically the only thing I know about them was uh, the guitarist used to play for Anthrax. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He, I think his name was Rob Caggiano or something like that. Anyways, um, they were there, and then Avenged Sevenfold came on, and they put on a pretty good show. And then Metallica came on, and... Yeah, I really think they got the setup right this year, because last time we saw Metallica, it was like... It was heavy Montreal. It was way too crowded. It was... It was uncomfortable. This this time they had like zones, yeah. so the zone one people were like the really you know, uh, rich people who not I say rich but, you know they had the money to to go up nice and close and then, uh, zone two was a little bit, less expensive and then zone three you're just kind of out there and um, I think the highlights for me they had a pretty good set list, a couple of songs kind of um disappointed like i found i found uh what's the one about Ugh. which one it's one about the drug addict angel or something halo or? on fire halo on fire angel well, it's just, i think not that many people knew that song and it's a really long i mean i guess yeah all, all the songs it. on that album are pretty long but like that one's really long and i don't think anyone really knew it most people so yeah random but. well you know it, it felt kind of flat unfortunately but for me, I think the big, the best song was not even their classics. It was uh, "Moth into a Flame." I agree that like when they, oh, even they the way it. they introduced it was so good. And it really was. The energy was just like it didn't die down. It. it was oh so man, it just good. picked up. It was crazy. Yeah, well, they it started so by good. saying, "This is about fame and how you don't need it," and we'll we'll touch on this later because it was actually, 
it was really it was super relevant to what happened the next day. The next day true, um, true. But you know, as you know, like James Hetfield, he's he's not against being famous, but he's also he's kind of one of those guys who's one of those musicians who just kind of prefers his privacy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know this about James Hetfield, but he lives in like like on a bee farm in Vail, Colorado. I don't think it's actually a bee farm. I think he just farms honey or bees. Okay. I don't know. That, it's that would be a bee farm, I think. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I think he farms bees, or he's on a farm with bees. That's okay. This is the same thing. Uh, oh, so you're saying it's also like just a regular farm and a bee farm? Yeah, but the guy just okay. loves his privacy so intensely that he moved from the Bay Area, which is where Metallica really started, to Colorado, and. Uh, you know, he's, anyways, you get the point. Hadfield's kind of a private person. Uh, but he really connects well with the fans. This is what I've always loved about him. He goes up there, he he says, you know, regardless of who you are, where you're from, Metallica accepts all fans. Yeah, and, that's true. Uh, you're all part of the Metallica family. Yeah, exactly. And then, awesome. so, Moth and Flame was good because it just had so much energy. Like, that's what, the, this, in my mind, like, that's what you go see concerts for. You really want to connect... Yeah. With the music. Like, I've seen bands are just really boring and, and don't really... And you know what? I think the fact that... Because we were pretty far back, you know, in Zone 3, not even at the yeah. beginning of Zone 3. And the fact that it's like you f- could feel so, like, you know, connected to them and be so far away, like, that's a good sign. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, exactly. It was it was awesome. We were from afar, but, like, Moth and New Flame came on and there's just this... Like, if anyone's listening to this, if you are a Metallic fan, listen to a Moth and New Flame... Listen to the breakdown in the middle. It's so I just I so uplifting for me. Like that's my morning bike song when I'm going to school and I'm really not in the mood, and it's good. It's good. it makes me yeah. It's so good. It's so uplifting, and they killed it. Um, otherwise, you know, like nothing really surprised me. But I have to say, I really think they might have to retire one from the set list soon. Um, this is a bit of a controversial opinion, but. If you listen very closely to one live, yeah, I, I I don't know if it's just me, but I just feel like Lars can't seem to hit the the, the double kick drum on it. Did you yeah. notice that? I didn't notice. Dude, I I, it, I totally noticed it. Like, it's mainly because I've heard that song like like at least a thousand times. Like I've just killed that song. Like that song, I've just way too many times I've heard it, and I don't know. Like I I have a, I have the trained ear. And it seemed to me, maybe it was the way the mic was set up, but I did not hear Lars hit the full uh, kick drum. Well, like, I think, I don't know if it's just me, like, he doesn't have the reputation for always being the most on. No, I mean, he's definitely not the best drummer of all time. He's, (laughs) he's good for, he's good for what Metallica does, for sure. But you know, metal, I can think of a lot of better metal drummers. He's just he's just inspirational. But yeah, he knows how to hit a double kick. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, like he could do it for sure. You know, it's I don't know. Just, Maybe he's. I his, don't know. I didn't hear it personally. You know, but, he's not getting any younger. I mean, I'm not saying it, it's like I don't know. It, felt, it sounded good to me, but that's I right. hear the bigger Metallica. Fans, right. So I I, I just know. thought it fell flat, and then I just thought you know Headfield with like the chugging and stuff. Like, it just it sounded like a muffled like fart almost like it didn't sound (laughs) you know like yeah it sounds mean but it's true it really sounded muffled and you couldn't like you want to hear anyway but that's the thing like that's it's not it's i'm i'm not questioning his ability to play it's just live you know that's just unfortunately kind of how it sounds you know 
And of course, you know, Metallica had, uh, you know, a controversial uh, music experiment where they basically all played drums at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you that, remember that? Oh yeah, no, no. And, it was and really as you confusing. Said in your words at the at the show, I believe. My I words believe exactly. It, 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 it was something you really, you know. Anytime Metallica tries something different, everyone shits all over them. Dude, people <laughs> shit on them hard. And, no, the because the other thing they did was, um, they did that kind of like it was kind of like a mix like the bass and and the guitar just doing a little thing. They did um, I disappear like with oh the yeah. Well, I fucking love that song, man. Like, that's, like, one yeah. of my favorite Metallica songs. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, just the wah wow. pedal. But, you know, again, I, I'm kind of being one of those overly critical fans. Like, when I saw it, I kind of realized, I was like, man, Metallica is just so, like, pentatonic. Like, every band is, but I, I feel like I could have come up with that. And that's yeah, bad. But maybe you could have. Because you've listened to a lot of them, right? Yeah. So it's normal that, like, you might be inspired. But they it. did it first. That's what matters, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's no yeah, question. I mean, they're but, pioneers. But, so, but they've inspired so many other bands, too, right? So yeah. it's like we've all heard stuff that either them or bands they inspired, like, so many times. So, yeah, yeah for sure. People could come up with stuff that sounds like Metallica. Well, I mean, sure. Kirk Hammond... They have. <laughs> I mean, Kirk Hammond in general, is the guy is just... Like, no offense, he's never really evolved as a guitarist. Like, he has and he hasn't. Like, like Headfield has a lot of variety. Like, Headfield can finger pick, he can chicken pick, he can play clean. Headfield just kind of, t- I mean, sorry, Hammett just kind of turns on the wah pedal and just does a bunch of, dub- bunch of double stops and, like, he's the same skill. I mean, every guy does. I mean, I could go on forever about it, but... Anyways, that was cool. <laughs> they don't play that song anymore, so... Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, I'm actually playing Crash Bandicoot while we're doing this. Um, nice. What they saying? Game this time, not yeah. Different. So I mean, the 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 I disappear part was cool, very cool. I really liked yeah. it. I I love that song. Glad they brought it back. Sure. And again, they did that weird thing where they were all drumming. It was it was fun. It was cool. I, yeah. For sure. They did some cool stuff. It's like yeah. you gotta try some new stuff. Otherwise, what what's the point? You know. Yeah, for sure, exactly. I, I I love the show. It was really, I think, honestly, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of bands live. Just the energy they came good. out with was amazing. And was uh, don't forget about Event Sevenfold. Oh, yeah, that. definitely. They're, they're, I mean, the thing is, like, how do you, you know, opening for Metallica is is certainly, it's it's not easy, you know? Like, you're... I thought they were super... They're, they're always great. good, though, Event They're always live. good. Like, I, I love them. You know, for me, personally... They're a band, like, you know, they're, they're a good band. They're okay. Like, I don't listen to them all the time. But but even so, like, going to see them live, like, they're just so good live. I find they're, like, amazing. Oh, I know, I know. They like, really are. Someone who says, yeah, I don't really like them, I'm like, well, if you see them live, you'll understand. No, really for sure. Good. Well, I mean, me personally, I wasn't I wasn't that happy with their set list. I think they missed a couple of songs. Did they it was a get... short list because they were opening. Well, they didn't play. I don't think they played Beast and the Harlot. And I think they... Paid, no, I don't think so. Back country, bad country. They didn't. They, they play. did play back country. Yeah. They did or they didn't. Yeah, they did. They did. Okay, they did. Well, but yeah, it's true. They couldn't play everything because they had a short list because they were just um opening for. Them. Yeah, the, of course, no, for sure. But yeah. I, I would go see them again for sure. I love Venge Sevenfold. Yeah, they put on a hell of a show. Um, it started to rain too. 
Oh yeah, that rain. That that show survived some rain. That was that was something. That, we had some fun you know, with those. It was, only, uh, it was a bit of a downpour for just like one or one and a half songs or something, but it it was fun. Like, yeah, like it's part of the experience. Like it was really fun. Yeah, it it was. It was pictures. It was fun. Uh, we got some funny pictures of, uh, yeah. of the poncho. You can check out our website. Just kidding. We don't have. We one, don't have but, one. But we're we're working on that part. Um. <laughs> but uh, and then there was the walk back, which was. Interesting. We saw like police like manhandle a guy. Oh yeah, we walked away. Oh yeah. We thought like... Metallica was done, and then they went on a rant about how much they love Montreal. <laughs> yeah. And it was so funny because there was like this crazy feedback going on <laughs> in the speakers yeah. with two different like. Speakers, yeah. Oh man, it was away. so funny. It was so funny. But it was uh, nice that they did that. You know? It really like, was, it was nice. because that's the thing. Like you know, as much as you know, Headfield says we're a family. We kind of are, man. Like Metallica fan. Like we go. Metallica goes way back. You know, and they know that Montreal is a huge fan base. Like they have a fucking Quebec flag in their studio. Yeah. So and and sometimes they come here like on their old tours. They would do two nights in a row. But it's you know Metallica. Everyone loves Metallica. They have they have a fan base like everywhere. Like, dude, the Metallica could do a show in like Cornwall, Ontario. They did a show in Antarctica. Really? Dude, th- yes. Well, Who technically... Saw it? <laughs> Who saw it? Uh, I don't know. I guess a bunch of lucky Penguins? members of the Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Maybe Can like, you imagine Headfield? Probably, the only, probably like penguins and scientists. Penguins probably, and uh, climatologists were there. Probably. Like. In concert. You know, Metallica was melting the ice as we... I, it was at a weather station that belonged to Argentina. Oh, cool. That is Metallica. That's cool, they played they played dude, they played at Tuk Tuk Tuk. You know what that is? No. It's like a really remote um like native uh uh settlement or na- native village in cool. the Yukon or the Northwest Territories. Wow. Yeah, and it was it was part of some kind of like big beer promotion. It was called the coldest show on earth. Wow, that's Yeah. Crazy. I know my stuff, man. That's awesome. Real tuck tie. You do, you do. You I know my stuff. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. No, but that was crazy when the the police, um, like, each police like tackled this oh, guy. God, I don't know yeah. what happened, but maybe he had like a beer bottle that was like broken or something. But they yeah. they were quick to react. They like they sprinted oh, and dude. like like uh, they put that guy in like and... some kind of Nelson. Like, yeah, I, totally. Not a half Nelson, but... And I, they were like, running fast again. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was crazy. It was crazy. Anyway. So, that was... I mean, that was it for the show. It was, it was great. And then the next day, though, oh, which was... Man. It was crazy because, you know, we were, we were actually talking about the next show. We were like, Art of Westing Lincoln Park. And uh, I was like, man, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to see him, but... Like, I, I got to dip for Alberta the next morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out it wasn't even the next morning. Was, and we are talking about it, and... and, and um, and I get I get this message, you know, Benji sends me a message in the middle of the day, being like, "Dude, Chester Bennington, or was it you, or was it me who sent it? I don't remember. I think I think I sent. No, no, I think I sent you the message. You did, yeah. yeah. And I and I just I couldn't I, believe it. I, was I like, found out from Whisper actually. You were but, like, yeah, yeah, you're like Chester Bennington died, and I was like, what? What are you talking about? And you're like, yeah. And then and then I opened Facebook, and um. And yeah, man, people were were going nuts. Like yeah. Chester Bennington died, passed, like, you know, unfortunately committed suicide. Um, a lot of people were really. Sad. I was sad, man. Like, you know, I'll I'll admit, I I like Lincoln Park. Uh, I I kind of didn't. I don't. I don't really know much of their discography after uh, Meteora, but I yeah, really really good. loved. I, love I fucking loved Hybrid Theory. 
Like that is an album that you know, whether whether or not you're a fan yeah, of new metal. No oh, when. totally, you know totally, it's, dude. It's a lot of things. I, I mean, yeah, hugely influential. Music, but still, it, it did influence it. It was very influential, and uh, and that's actually what we're gonna talk about later on the podcast today about new metal. Uh, but yeah, it was really sad, man, and uh, yeah, uh, kind of like our childhood. A little yeah, bit, well, you know, you Benji, know, I, like you know, didn't want. It was our childhood. Kind of... it, that's what a lot of people felt. Like a part of me died, and yeah. that's you always feel that when a musician dies. You're like. This person was like a part of my life, and that was it with Chester Bennington. Like he just t- he touched so many people. Like he was the voice of just you know teenage angst and you know a lot of things and just serious mental illness like depression and anxiety. Yeah, he, he had a fucking tough life, man. Like he, yeah. I saw it like in an interview near like not very much before like he um, you know committed suicide. Yeah, like, and he was just. <laughs> talking about the song Heavy, you know, right. on the new album. Right. And, like, kind of, like, where it came from and stuff. And, like, just, I don't know if you hear it, this interview, like, it's just really intense. Also, after knowing what happened, you know. Right. But, but I found it, it was pretty, like, moving, though. It really was. Uh, you know, he, I don't know, I don't know every, all the whole part of the story, but I know that he suffered from uh, depression and anxiety. He was abused as a child. Yeah. Um, he had a difficult childhood. So that's why a lot of people really liked him, and a lot of people hated Linkin Park, which, you know, whatever, I get. Like, you know, their music can be a bit over the top, a bit caustic, but, I mean, they were good. So anyways, like, he passed away, and so that kind of solved that issue. I, I didn't have to worry about going, because I couldn't. They, they canceled the tour. I, I, I had a feeling they would. I, I knew in my mind that there's but no way they could find someone to there, replace But there Jester. was a really nice memorial that we went to, like, a candle. There was. And, you know, a funny fact, before we get on to that, well, we, um... <laughs> I was disappointed because I also really wanted to see Machine Gun Kelly. Benji, not so much. He was like, oh, really? That's that's too bad. Um, I, <laughs> there's one song I like. It's called Trap Paris. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but we went to the to the vigil, and it was very touching. People yeah. were just like people like we. Uh, so what happened is like they, everyone like in the crowd like kind of sang a few songs together. Yeah, and uh, a lot of pictures were taken. But like also, um, uh, like some people you know went to the microphone and kind of said, um, you know, their experience like if they met like Chester or you know their experience with Lincoln Park and things like that. Yeah, and it was really like. Um, it's almost like a feather ceremony. You know, like it kind of was, yeah. And, and it was, it was really, it was really good. It was really. And good uh, I, um, I remember that ceremony as well because I felt this compelling need to take my shirt off. Dude. Oh yeah. And then Benji told <laughs> me, like, dude, he was like, dude, this isn't a concert. This is a memorial. And I said, yeah. I know, but it's fucking hot outside, man. <laughs> like, and no, it's just, just you know, like people were like pretty emotional. No, they were, and yeah, I, for, it was emotional for sure. Well, yeah, you know, I guess for me, I, I biked all the way up, like, down the mountain. Enough, it was fine. boiling it's hot. Okay, it's okay. Uh, I, you know, but whatever. And it was it was amazing. And, you know, I had my own moment where I didn't necessarily mourn, but I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I should I listened to the song, um, what's it called? You're Not Not Alone by Link, by, by Linkin Park. And I shed a tear. I, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was yeah. sad. It was just, you know, it was just so... It was touching, you know, and, and you know, rest in peace, Jester Banks. And we're... we're we're gonna miss him, and you know it's ugh, it's just it's not right. Totally, totally. Do you think Lincoln Park will will move on without him? I don't think. They oh yeah, they're doing a show at the end of October. Really? I think I think in um, 
LA or something. Right. Or that in the Hollywood Bowl or something. So yeah. that, that's cool. That'll be good. Well, it's just, you know, it's crazy. It's like, you know, nobody really knew, like, these, unless you were, like, a family member of Chester Ben, you didn't know the guy. We always felt like we knew him. Because no, he, but we he saw was him struggle. The fans in a way. I know that's not, it's not the same thing. It's right. Like you don't necessarily know him, but, you know, I don't know. You know what? I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say I saw it coming necessarily, but, you know, you could, you could tell that he seemed a little unstable. Not unstable. Sorry, that's not the right. He something seemed off about Chester, you know, in those well, months before. Even, even, like he got really mad because people didn't like the new album. Yes, yeah, like, it's true. It's true. And even and Chris Cornell's death, uh, right? Death, oh a few God! Before Jeez. he was like really good friends with him, and it really hit him hard. You know, for yeah. a good reason, of course. Yeah, and, no, for sure. Um, the other thing is that when, uh, you know, after, like, the first statement from the band Lincoln Park after Chester, you know, committed suicide, like, um, was, you know, part, they said a bunch of things, but part of what they said was that, um, like, like, we knew this was kind of part of the deal with, with Chester. Right. Which, you know, I think what they meant was that, you know, anyway... Not that that. Well, for me, what I, what I saw personally was he like Corey Taylor, who like he himself like, I love Slipknot, I love Corey Taylor, but he's kind of, kind of a big mouth, and uh, uh, Corey basically kind of like Chester. What did he say? He's like you should stab yourself or something if you don't like the outward. Like don't listen to. He got really mad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He took it really hard. But then you know what he 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 apologized. You know he apologized, and he said yeah. Right. He's like you know what. Like even to Corey Taylor, I think it was Corey. I could be wrong, but we need to do a fact check. But uh, I think yeah. Corey Taylor's statement. He said, "You know what? You're absolutely right. Like we have the best fans in the world." And, right. And like yeah. Anyway, like he, you know, well, he apologized. Like, I think we're was, all human, yeah. right? I, that's what he said. You know, like we're all human. We make mistakes sometimes. Right. But uh, you know, we have the best fans in the world. And, well, you know. you know, the thing is, like, yeah, we're all human, right? But these, 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 you know rock stars they have a bigger platform you know so what they say comes back yeah, to them yeah, yeah. okay but uh, but they still, but they still are human and, you know, he apologized. and took back what he said and I think that's what counts yeah I mean that doesn't necessarily mean that that, that wouldn't drive someone to do that but it, it was a lot it was no, a lot think, that was going I think on it, I think there was a lot you know, of things going on I don't think um, it's it's tough for sure for sure so but uh, I think we should take take the time to say you know anyone uh that's what i was gonna say you know, you know like, it's chester you know what chester did obviously he was he was suffering a lot but you know if you're feeling that way if you're if you're having deep, deep dark thoughts you know really bad thought just you know talk to someone there's there's sure. there's help there's mental there's there's suicide hotline it's yeah, really you know really absolutely absolutely because you're not alone there's a lot of you know like like chester bangan said right you're not alone um, and that's important to know true, for sure. So true, good point, good point. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, you know this one. So I, I guess I guess this uh, this podcast episode is dedicated to. It's dedicated to Chester. Uh, and then so what was that after that? Oh yeah, we gotta talk about Alberta. Uh, yeah. and our vacations. I had a sick time in Alberta. Yeah, that doesn't really matter to any of you listening, but I'll just tell you how awesome it was, anyways. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, so I'd never been to Alberta, and I went to Calgary, and I, I stayed there for a couple of days with some family friends, and then I went out to Banff by myself, and um, I had a I had a sick time. So I went up to I stayed in Banff. I rented this this sick Dodge Charger. They upgraded me to a Charger actually. Nice. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah, and the next day I hit the road. I went. I actually met some people from the hostel. I went up to Cirque Peak, and I guess I think the highlight of my trip. Like, this is something that I think most people like to hear is when I saw a grizzly bear right in front of me. I had seen... I had been to Alaska before, and I, I had seen one from the bus. Um, and uh, just to see one in person, man, is really something else. Like, I had bought bear maze. Like, I never thought I was going to need it. I thought this was just, like, some kind of tourist trap. It's like, oh, they're just selling me bear maze, and, like, you know, I'm never really going to need this shit, but you never know. Like, I was just walking the path of this dude from Montreal, and, like, this this bear just came out of nowhere. Wow. I gasped for air. I saw this thing, and I was like, <gasps> you know? <coughs> Luckily, this thing saw me, and it, it ran away, actually. Wow. So That's good. That's yeah. probably good. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a good thing. Uh, I really want to get a picture, though, but I kind of learned my lesson from chasing a moose in Alaska that uh not to do that because if an animal looks you dead in the face and kind of stands there chances are you know it's 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 gonna charge at you so you know let that go uh came back i had an amazing time it was great i would definitely recommend i mean you probably knew this already but uh going to Banff. i went there for canada 150 amazing time great great trip it was something and now I'm back, and I'm just, I'm just doing my thing. I'm in school. I'm working, and uh, okay, what are we talking about next? Because I think we're we're getting a little off track. Oh yeah, let's see. What we, we have a, we have other topic topics list. to cover. Okay. We're supposed to talk about Donald Trump, or do we make a rule not to? Oh, I know a lot of uh, podcasts were probably doing that. I don't know. It's. Uh, I feel as though I have to say something. Well, I okay. What is what I was gonna say? Well. Yeah, here, here, the here's the list. Thing. Here's the list. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, we're sticking to the list. Legalization of pot, jury duty, cut. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. Has anyone ever been on jury duty? What's that like, Benji? I don't know. Tell, oh, tell us yeah. about that. Jury duty. Well, well, I was once uh, called to uh, uh, jury duty a few yeah. years ago, but um, you know, luckily I was still a student at the time, so that's pretty much like the best way to get out of it if you don't want to do it. Right. So, um, yeah, that's so that they they let me go. But the crazy thing about like the the thing is though, like when you go, like it's even even when you're just like going to say you know why you can't do it, it's pretty cool. Like like the police officer or I don't know whatever like the guard or something you know calls your name and stuff. So it's like yeah. like you would see on TV, you know. And then there's this whole like you know group of I guess it's like the judge and the um what are they called like the paralegals or something or yeah the, anyways they're all there with their you know like official and stuff and then they ask you like okay like why can't you do it and and then they say okay we like give you it, it's super formal like it's kind of surreal yeah for sure and it's super quick though and then you're like oh okay it's done but uh was it, so wasn't your sister also chosen for jury yeah, duty? Yeah, my sister was on jury duty. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, she got summoned because it was like it was a French thing, and then she just didn't end up doing it. I don't know. that I... Yes, Francais. Oh, my God. Actually, my friend Gavin also ended up on really? uh, jury duty. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Gavin, Gavin, I think he's on now, actually. Really? Yeah, he says, I don't mind. I get paid, like, a stipend for every day, and I don't have to go That's to work. That's crazy. So. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I guess to some people, it's like, this is cool. And then other people, it's like, well, this kind of interferes with my life. Uh, yeah, totally. For me, that that's like how I'd feel personally, <laughs> mm-hmm. but depends. Like, let's say if you're supposed to go to Cuba for a week and then you get called fucking jury duty, that would suck, yeah, right? Would like, suck. wait, well, can you get out of it for vacation? Mm-hmm. No, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if you've I don't know. In, in advance. Like, obviously, you can't just like book everyone it. would use that <laughs> excuse. Yeah, though. no, no, but then you can you can literally book it. On purpose, you know. You probably could. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be. I. I would be pissed off. Like if I had a trip to like Hawaii booked, and then they told me to go jury duty, works, I'd be like, "Are you serious?" Would they like compensate for that or no? Probably not. Maybe. Like if they told me something like, "Uh, yeah, well, you will give you the money to go to Hawaii, and you'll just go later. That'd be great." But they wouldn't do that. I would. I wouldn't even. I would entertain yeah. that option. I don't think they would, but I don't know. You know, good question. It it is the civic duty, right? Like, yeah. you know, one sure. one day, let's someone's say, someone's got to do it. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Like, let's say if you were the victim of like a horrible crime. Yeah, you would you, want a fair trial. Right? You would want a fair trial. Yeah. Uh, or if you committed a, a crime, you would want a fair. I mean, hopefully you're not committing crimes. <laughs> I hope you're not committing crimes. Don't do that. Don't. Because then I might end up on your fucking jury, and I don't want that. If you put me on that jury, I I am definitely sending you to jail. Like, I am not... Like, fuck. Please don't rob that grocery store, alright? Would you go to jury... Would you, would you get convicted in, in a court for robbing a grocery store? Um... Like, I feel like that would go to, like, a plea deal before... Wait, wait, oh, oh, for... Like, let's say uh, they caught you on camera, they caught you red-handed, they have a picture of your face (laughs) robbing a jewelry store. Okay, well, definitely it is for, like, murders and things like that. But Uh, armed robbery? Like, I mean... I don't know. I don't know what goes... How does it work? I don't know. No, no, don't you need... It's a good question. Don't you still need a jury to convict, like, a crime? I, I don't... Maybe not for, like, petty theft... Oh, but like I'm, I'm talking like grand larceny. Like I'm talking yeah, like, like that you maybe know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I ask like a lawyer or something. That's a good know? question. Yeah. That's a, that's a good topic for our next podcast. We should we should bring a lawyer in. We should. We need a guest, eh? We need yeah, a guest. So anyone listening? Yeah, if you're we we have a, we have a few we have a few in mind. <laughs> we do have a few in mind. Uh, or if you're interested, just talk to us. Just let us know if let you, us if you know. really. Like talking about random stuff, yeah. let us know. Could be uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, Do well, it. a couple words on Trump. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm over. You know what's you know what's weird about Trump? I feel as though like don't get me wrong. He he's an asshole and he's like an incompetent president and like in every sense of the word. But like at this point, dude, it's almost been a year that he's been in the office. Mm-hmm. And there's been so many stories run on him in the media. I know there's like no normal week anywhere. Yeah, and that's Basically, it. But like yeah. the, these stories yeah. never seem to go anywhere. You know, it's like well, I yeah, see people because... seem to have forgotten the fact that he uh, was something new. He did something. Yeah, like he he uh, banned immigrants. He tried to ban immigrants for like a while ago. <laughs> I don't know if that's because people are kind of getting used to his his bullshit or. Uh, if the media really is making him out to seem worse than he is. 
Nah, he's de- well, no, okay. He's definitely. I don't not. know. He's pretty. I don't know. I think it's just is <laughs> what it is, and he's like he's stupid. He's really bad. He like, really is, and you I know what? Know. I think the kneeling thing really. Uh, I got on my nerves. Like I, you know, yeah. when I hear most world news, like I don't take it personally. But that day, I woke up. And I was just doing some work, and then I heard this whole news about, like, the Pittsburgh Penguins, like, visiting the White House. And everyone's like, Pittsburgh shouldn't do that because, you know, they're they're endorsing Trump and all this stuff. And I was like, no, please, come on. This is like, I don't bring hockey into this. Like, this, this is supposed <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be... Yeah, it was like the one thing. It's one thing I enjoy. from it, and then... You know, but I, I mean, then again, I guess it does beg, like, the serious question. Like, you know, there is obviously privilege that exists, and, you know, of course, hockey players weren't talking about kneeling before the anthem because it's not really something that affects them, you know? Like, it's different in the African-American community, yeah. you know, choosing to kneel or, or link arms before the anthem. I think what the NFL did was like I, I think that what they were what they were doing was they were reacting to Donald Trump basically not slandering them but shitting on them, you know? Like Donald Trump being like you owners should fire your players for not respecting the anthem and the flag. Like that's all Donald Trump was saying, right? But, you know, he never he never went out, he didn't go out the right way cuz he never goes Cuz right he right says right. some like I don't know. Sometimes the way he says things for the things he does, like it actually kind of seems like there might be something wrong with like his brain or something. You yeah, I, I feel like, no, no, like someone. Yeah, no, you see, the other day on the news they were showing how, like in Puerto Rico, yeah, he was giving it. He was throwing like eight items, like throwing them into the he crowd. He did. Yeah, dude, I had to see that. That sounds like, hilarious. Who does that? He just no, no, it. but like, what's wrong with you to do that? Like, it's just like how insensitive do you need to be? Like, this isn't like a rock concert or oh, something. God. Like, this is like people, people's lives. You what know? did he look like when he was doing it? Was he wearing a hat? I don't. I can't remember. I I don't know. I feel like if it's, he was wearing a, a hat, really it would really to contribute to the. the he could have been. It's very well could be. Oh know. man, that would be hilarious. No, it's just, it's really You stupid. throw, you don't throw stuff. No, that's why, to... like, I think there might be something wrong. I, a lot of people are saying that, but it's just like. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I maybe it's, maybe someone hit him over the head when he was very young. Seriously. <laughs> well, like, no, you know, well, you know, the yeah, frontal lobe that, well, concerns itself with. But, okay, anyway. With I, impulse control. He doesn't have impulse like, control. He doesn't have. Maybe it's also, maybe it's like the fact like he's super rich and it's like, there aren't many people who could like. Tell him not to say uh. stuff or not to do stuff. Maybe. Dude, so dude, it's like, dude. And he just, like, he... So This he is the president, just, and like, he has he half just, he, a functioning he, brain. He just, I, I don't know. He I'm just got nervous. used to... Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, saying whatever he wanted. For, yeah. Like, too much to the extreme. To like, the extreme, right? Um, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just so funny, like, the qualifications he had to run for president. It's like, he's fired a bunch of people. So therefore, he would make a great president because he fired a bunch of. Well, that's my understanding. That's so like, funny. I mean, I'm not saying I would trust someone who fired a lot of people, but I mean, he obviously has the balls to fire people, and you kind of need that gumption to be president. <laughs> but, but there's so many. There's so much more to it than yeah, firing true. people. Than firing people. Well, okay. Here's another thing you need. Um, I don't know basic debating skills. He doesn't have that. Basic Dude, a high school. Okay, try basic logic. Basic logic is another thing. Okay, like if he actually had like a debate with a high school philosophy, he would lose. 
Because he does every, he commits every like fallacy of of of, uh, of critical thinking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He poo poos people. Uh, he pulls for straws. Um, you know, like if you do yeah, something yeah, stupid, he'll be like, "Well, I have a lot of money, so it's okay." Like that doesn't entitle you to do anything. You know. That's true. Yeah, you're right. He does do all. He them. he commits a lot of, and you know what? I this is something that I really want to add to my stand up routine. But I'm just gonna say it here anyways because I think it really deserves to be said. But I cannot wait for his exit speech. I can't wait. It's going to be so funny. He's going to be like, uh, well, you know, I'm just saying a lot of people, th- I-, I did a really good job as president. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people thought I did a very good job. I won't say who they are, but I will say they, did, they thought I did a very good job. <laughs> you won't even be able to say what he did. Because he does that. Like, have you yeah. seen compilations of, of Donald Trump? One of my favorite ones is him being like, it's an, it, his appeal to false authority. That's it. He goes, you know, a lot of people said I was very good at this, and, you know, I won an environmental award from a golf course I used to work at. It's like, oh, dude, please shut the fuck up. Like, he is just so full of shit. So Unreal, true. So true. and it's just, it's just embarrassing. That's all. I mean, I don't really need to go say much else. You know, everyone knows how much of an idiot he is, but it's it's just embarrassing. And yeah. you know, I have a good friend from the United States, and I said to him, I was like, Dude, "How do you live with him as your president?" He goes, well, "I'm not sure what he said. I think it was something like, it's our national nightmare, or like our national embarrassment. I think it's national nightmare. It is a nightmare. Quite literally, it's." It's yeah. just so bad. Um, but it is what it is. I'm at the point where I don't even want to hear stories about him anymore because nothing he does is right, you know? Yeah. Like, what was it he said? It Like, I'll close it with this. Like, the Puerto Rico thing, he was like, well, uh, you know, only 16 people died or something, which is worse, which is not as bad as the, the thousands. Thousands. He just said the thousands. Like, he didn't... <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> not as bad as he just what? he just said a number like <laughs> or he's like Puerto Rico, p- p- yeah totally. Or, like or, was he talking? Like I think I think he meant Hurricane Katrina. Okay, whatever. But that's like telling someone, uh, you know, uh, stop complaining about losing. Yeah, and then he's like, Puerto Rico is very far away. There's a lot of ocean, so that's why it's taking longer too. He said that it was. A, there's a lot of ocean. God. I mean, you all know this. We don't even need to talk about no, this. No, I know, really I know. I just find that so... funny. There's a lot of ocean. You know, um, you have to understand, There's, you know, we had a hard time getting things. There's a lot of air uh, between here and Puerto Rico. Uh, there's a lot of oxygen, so, uh, you know, if, you know, just just be patient, okay? Like, <laughs> Or that's like telling someone, like, uh, you know, stop complaining about losing your family member because... I'm just saying, a lot more people died in, like, the Holocaust. Or, like, World War Two or something. What? You know, like... We're not even referring to, like... <sighs> to e- evil by its name, you know? It just... It pisses me off that he's... That, like... There's certain groups of people who, like... The Jewish community likes him, that... It's like... the Or, like... How do you like that guy? You know, he... Yeah. He basically failed to con- very very simply failed to condone white supremacists. Why? Because he wants them to vote for him. Like that's how he's ah, whatever. Okay.
Where are we? Where are we next? We we talked about kneeling. We talked about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, new metal. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, when was the death? Yeah, we were gonna talk about today is when was the death of new metal? Okay, so I, new I, metal, I believe. Okay, so first of all, well before we get well, to when that, it like start. when did it start? I'd say. Actually, you know what? I can't remember. We were pretty young at the time, to be honest. But I'd say maybe 99. What do you say, 99? Uh, I would even go earlier than that. Um, uh, I would, well, honestly... I think, I think, okay, I think, okay, you know what? We probably need to do some fact checks for this. But from what I understand... Right. Okay. The order of things had a lot to do with, you know, parts. It's probably more complicated than this. Right. But there was, you know, grunge, of course, in the 90s. And then, which was followed by post-grunge, which, I don't know, probably, I think to an extent led to new metal a little bit. It was kind of like a, yeah, almost like a, it did. a type of post-grunge-ish, with a bit of rap, you know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. Well, here's what I think. Um, I could, I would say that, like, early new metal started in 1996, because... Corn, Corn oh, okay. was like yeah, true, the true. original new metal band. There you go. Um, but it was definitely grunge that influenced it. Uh, there was a lot of bands that kind of happened, like, like post grunge, but then there was also like uh, I'm trying to think what else there was. There's bands like Faith No More. Did, did Faith No More influence grunge? I mean, I don't know. Metal? I don't know them that well to be honest. Neither. I don't. I don't, probably not. But okay, you got you got Limp Bizkit. Lincoln Park, uh, Stained. Who else? We're gonna have to pull open Wikipedia for this, cause yeah, you know what? You can probably honestly. I feel like I, I was gonna say you could probably get a better information from Wikipedia than from this pod podcast, like on this. But pro probably everything you can get better information from Wikipedia oh, than anything we yeah, said in this podcast. Probably. So. Well, let's but see. But still listen, because... Okay. If you want. New metal, also known as agro metal... Really? Is a form, yeah. is a form of alternative metal that combines elements of heavy metal music with elements of other music genres, such as hip-hop, alternative rock, funk, and grunge. See, I knew it. The thing is, like, I knew that bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers and whatnot were, were going to influence new metal, but... True. So, yeah, new metal's got singing, rapping, screaming, growling. Makes sense. Uh, so what does it say for when it started, like, or the time frame? Late late nineties. So corn, Biscuit, right. Kid Rock, and then Kid Rock and then it nice. picked up in the two thousands with Papa Roach, Stain, Pod, and then Lincoln Park. So we're gonna end it there because I really don't, I don't want I don't want Wikipedia to tell us when new metal died. Yeah, well that's gonna ruin the fun. Right? Yeah, exactly. Fun. Uh, okay. So, but what we can check it after. Here's okay. what I yeah. Oh well, well, who wants to? Because I, I feel like we might have the same opinion for this. Well, but, we we said what two thousand five. Two thousand five. I think we both agreed was the death of new metal. I thought yeah. though there was a specific, <coughs> um, maybe maybe you know probably not literally maybe more like metaphorically for me, but that like signified really the death of it. And it was when Mike Shinoda, like, you know, started Fort Minor, his side project. Right. And, um, uh, yeah, like, released, like, The Rising Tide in, in 2005. For me, that that was the end of the That metal. did it. Yeah. And I thought that that just meant 
that it's like well, yeah there's more to life than new metal so yeah i could see that um but i think uh, a lot of people would actually point to the de- just the declining quality of well yeah sure there's a lot of new metal there's a lot of shit. like that's not very factual what i'm saying that's more of a personal uh, personal opinion i, I well, a personal opinion, opinion of but... mine was uh like, I just think people just got tired of it. Uh, and I, and well, I yeah, I mean, there's just... only so much to it. You know, there really like, is. I think we loved it, we can say, but, you know, like, I mean, it, it's a little bit, like, there's only so... so it's kind of like punk, right? It, it, it was just but angry, and you, it's you not really what? meant to last. I, I have to say, though, I have to say, though, that was the death of, of New Metal in 2005, I think. But, you know what? If you're looking for places where it not was never the same but like similar stuff right i i'd find i find it sometimes if you look to like christian rock music right it kind of continues a little bit more yeah it, it's a bit more like closer i'd say more kind of like post grunge probably uh, i think uh well you know okay meteora came out in 2000, like new metal i could tell you when new metal was at its peak it what? was definitely something like 2002 yeah, probably. Like right that, before, like Meteor was coming right, out, it was like yeah. the next anticipated. You know, Limp Biscuit, like, and then you had uh, uh, Lincoln Park, yeah, and you had you had Stain and POD, and and, yeah. and all those guys. And I just, I think it's wow. Well, with when you well, the reason it has to be something like two thousand five is because in two thousand seven, Lincoln Park put out a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. what's it called. Minutes to Midnight or Minutes whatever? Minutes to Midnight, which was definitely not it was new not, metal. It was not new metal anymore. It was, it was like alternative rock. Alternative rock it was alternative yeah. rock. It was a lot softer. Well, I wouldn't say... Yeah, maybe a... I wouldn't say softer, just different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was just different. Like, they, they had this, like, they giving up. They're kind of yelling on it. Yeah, bit, exactly. Know? It wasn't so much... Uh, yeah, no, for a sure. A bit more political. Like, a little more political thing. and stuff, and... Uh, but, you know, I was going to point to other things. I was just going to say, uh, you know, I think when, when PlayStation 2 went down, I think New Metal went down, too. <laughs> I, I, again, I cannot base on anything. It's just... In your opinion. Some, like, so, like, New Metal this was popular with fun. a lot of it, other things, you even, know? You know, it, it, just, like, on a side note, it's kind of fun sometimes to have, like, an opinion that's, like... It's not even really, like, everyone knows it's not really kind of true, but it starts as a good, like, running joke. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of, like, it's kind of fun once in a while. Anyway. Yeah. Even it doesn't have to be factual. Not everything has to be. I know. would say, yeah. Anyway. Oh, five. You know, Limp Bizkit was so really flying the what new... What does it say on Wikipedia? Well, Limp Bizkit was flying the new metal flag until for a long time, right? And, uh... During, okay, so it said, how it, yes, well, dude, we're right. It says, by the mid-2000s, the oversaturation of bands combined with the underperformance of a number of high-performance, high-profile releases led to New Metal's decline. Well, that makes sense. I so mean, that's, that's just, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, totally. But this, this, is, this is where it gets interesting. So New Metal never really, like, it, it died, but it kind of came back. Uh, how? It, there's been, like, a, a New Metal revival in 2010. Really? Yeah, it's the 2010s. By, by who? Well, it's kind of like uh, some new metal bands right. returned their sound, and then heavy metal fans yeah. criticized new metal. It's not really true heavy metal, but Slipknot was was technically new metal. But, yes, this, this is saying? but this is another okay. This is another reason why new metal declined because look, 
Slipknot is a band that I would honestly consider to be above the pack with new metal, right? Mm-hmm. Because to be new metal, you have to rap. You gotta have a turntable. You gotta have a bunch of different like like Slipknot. Okay, their first album. There's a bit of rapping, but it wasn't a lot of rap. It was, and yeah, they had nine guys, and they had they had they had a sampler, a DJ guy. They had like you know a really? caterer. They had like a, a fucking uh, trying guy in the triangle. They had a saxophonist. <laughs> You get the idea. But um, in 2004, they put out Volume 3 or Volume 4, The Subliminal Verses. And if you hear that album, it's not new metal. It's not really. It's a lot more sophisticated. It, it, they kind of experiment with different songs. Because I, I don't know if you know this, Benji. I don't know if you know this, but yeah. uh, Corey Taylor always had his side project, Stone Sour. Mm-hmm. And that was always the struggle with Slipknot was like, they are one band, but they're nine guys and they all have different like musical tastes. And what happened with uh, Slipknot was I felt they kind of moved in kind of like a stone soury direction mm-hmm. and they got a little bit more melodic. Like Iowa was just a crazy album, like the Heretic Anthem and stuff. So, okay, Slipknot kind of puts out something that's more alternative metal Heavy metal, death metal, you know, progressive metal uh, in 2004. So I I think that killed new metal, honestly. Oh, there you go. Well, that's it, right? When when Slipknot left new metal, that's it, right? Because they were the most, in my opinion, the most talented new metal group. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might want to say Linkin Park is, but... Look at what yeah, Slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying. Look at what Slipknot no, 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 was no, able no. to accomplish it's different. It's different. after the death of New Metal. Yeah, yeah. Look They're at what Linkin Park They're was different. able to accomplish. In my opinion, yeah. I think Slipknot had a better career trajectory after I think it's that. It's different. It's just I think Linkin Park went to more kind of like rock pop ish. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah, it's true. It's just different. I mean, it's yeah. not better. I'm kind of biased. I just really like Slipknot. Like after. New metal. I mean, they put out Psychosocial and. Uh... But what's interesting, though, is that according to this Wikipedia article. Right. It's that some new metal bands, they say, such as Godsmack and Stained, don't have rapping in their music, which would mean that um, for it to be new metal, it doesn't necessarily need rapping. True. Which would also. So then it starts to in- mix a bit with the, uh, like, post grunge a bit. I guess yeah. there's some overlap. There is definitely a bit of overlap. But, yeah. You so know, that's our answer. But, but, again. Oh, I don't know. One last thing. One last thing about it. Definitely it. So, wasn't, 2004, yeah. which, you know, is getting to the end. Like, you know how, like, uh, you know how, like, okay, I'm being a bit, like, I'm using someone else's words or whatever. Right. But, but, like, you know how, like, sometimes before something, like, super popular like, becomes not popular at all. Right. It kind of blows up with this, like, big, um, this big, like, last thing, which is, like, you know, so over the top, and and uh, it's, like, the last go of it before it just, like, dies completely. Right. And, like, so for, like, like um, um, apparently, according to sources, <laughs> I, I don't know, you can, like, I could be wrong, but, um, you know, for um, Disco, 
Yeah. Like the height of that happened with like Saturday Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. And like that was like you know, and then after that, like I guess you know, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Just like say it. It's fine. Anyways, so I feel like what happened with New Metal was in two thousand and four they had the album Collision Course, Lincoln Park and like Jay Z. Yeah. And I, I feel that. like that was like the because you know that's like. You know, they're right in your face. They're really like, yeah, we're combining rap. It's not and, a pinnacle of it, and, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And they're like, and which was, by the way, the whole idea of that was literally just just to make money. I mean, well, like, it was just a thing by MTV. What was it, was it a cash grab? Well, I don't know I much mean, about I guess, it, to be I, honest. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Like, I mean, both, I guess both artists agreed to it, but, like, I don't think they were involved with it very much. Well, I'm not sure. Actually. Well, I mean, here's but, what but I, I, think, I my understand. I thought that like Jay Z and Chester Bangs were see. like, dude, let's let's combine fact, or fact check this. Like, well, okay, let's see, fact check. How do we um? Like, I'm just saying, numb slash. What's it called? What was the song? Oh yeah, numb encore. Yeah, I know that was a that good was a song, sick song. I know it was really good, and sometimes I listen to that, and I'm like, you know what, like the message of those combined is like it's so good but at the same time that doesn't mean but they performed it together once didn't they yeah no but you still don't know that like the, the you know the idea that was behind it could just have been a good song oh for sure it was a good song okay hold on um collision Okay, sorry, we're putting some dead air. Sorry about that. Yeah, but uh, I I think we both definitely agree. It just it just kind of died. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of making a comeback, which is cool. But you know, yeah, new metal has day. Huh. Yeah, What's the, know. Does that make sense? Oh, I just find something. Yeah, I mean, they, it was going to just be, like, two songs, but then they decided to do an EP. And, like, MTV had originally planned on mashing up only one or two songs, but the project was eventually expanded to a six-song EP. It was mostly produced by Mike Shinoda and Jay-Z. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a subjective thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Man. I guess people who didn't like it much would probably say it was just, like, a cash grab. And people who did like it would say no. Yeah, probably. exactly. <clears throat> what else did we have on the podcast? Um, I was going to say we should talk about sports, but I feel like I'm a bigger sports well, fan. We're kinda, let's see how much time we how have we left. Time? Uh, I feel like no no, no later than like an hour. Yeah, no, I know. We might have to cut it off soon. We have about five minutes. I think we have time for one more topic. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about... So... He, Here's the uh, list we wrote down. Yeah, what we got? Oh yeah, Tom. Let's go a little longer than five minutes. Uh, okay, okay. So, Tom Petty passed away. Yes. Week. Oh. That one. That one hurt, man. I'm not gonna lie. I also kind of shed a tear. I get kind of emotional when my favorite musicians die. But I, that makes I sense. should be. The, you should be. Well, I think. Well, just I think a lot of people do. I a mean, lot of people reacts are. Everybody in different do. ways, but. You know, a lot of people do, sure. Yeah, well, I think uh, for me, 
especially because I like I love Tom Petty and like uh, you know you know my friend Sean we uh, Tom Petty was like a part of our lives man yeah. like we uh, we we used to listen to, like I remember going over to his house and I was like in grade eleven and him uh, lending Tom Petty's greatest hits over to me and then just that album got me through grade eleven and uh, um <clears throat> what was I saying yeah like. We we did we we just did like Tom Petty karaoke once. We we went camping. Didn't, didn't blasted didn't, Tom Petty. Didn't we uh, Tom it. Petty and the Heartbreakers play at the Super Bowl one year? They did. Yeah, they played the Super Bowl. Uh, we we used to laugh at a lot of his songs, but you know, kind of really that was part of being a Tom Petty fan. Like he never really took himself that seriously. <laughs> it's just that I just you know I don't even need to explain it. I just miss Tom Petty. That's just so sad to see mm-hmm. that. Uh, his music touched a lot of people. I was a huge fan. Tom, you'll be missed. You'll be missed. For, for sure. sure. For sure. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, we're talking about the legalization of marijuana. That's a, that's a good topic because... Wait, wait, but that's what we're saying about Tom Petty? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, if you got something to add about him, I... Uh... He was a great, great musician. Dude, I remember Viking... You, you kind of introduced me to him, though, I have to did say. I? Yeah. Really? Sure, like, the song, like, Learning to Fly. And, like, I did, that's true. And, um, because I asked you to, to, to uh, sink it onto my old MP3 yeah, yeah, player. Yeah, 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 totally. When I was, like, 15 years old. Learning to Fly. Love that song. It's a good one. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Did I share this? And I know a song, You Don't Know How It Feels to Be Me. Which other one? You've probably heard it in Mr. Deeds. Where it's like, oh, maybe. Oh, I love that song. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I just wish I could say more, man. Just, it's a huge loss. And, you know, he's planning on writing a new album, too. I um, felt bad because I kind of tweeted out uh, the news a little prematurely. Oh, but that was some confusing... Uh... Well, I thought he died, and so did the press, and then he... Apparently was in hospital clinging on to life. And then he passed away. So I wasn't totally wrong in the end. Um, that was rough. Oh, that, that hurt. For sure, man. And, uh... Yeah. So. Move on to the next topic, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so this is an interesting topic. Uh, the There's a lot of talk lately about the legalization of marijuana next year. In Canada. Um, but I think what really needs to be talked about is, is the legalization of marijuana going to be good for everyone? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, I just, I don't know if it will be. Because what seems to be going on here is the government seems to, is going to put on some kind of like monopoly. Mm-hmm. Where they're going to take over the full like production and sale of marijuana and it's not going to be done for recreational purposes, you know? And, you know, I think that's what would make legalization so amazing, is that people could buy it, people could grow their own and sell it, obviously with with supervision and regulation from the government. But, yeah, they're just going to, like, if they're just going to go out there and sell it at a really expensive price and, like, gouge people for 
Like, I don't know. I just feel like that's gonna, just going to drive up the black market even more. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they're going to make know. rules. Like, the whole point of what they're doing might not. It might, yeah, it might defeat itself. And the SAQ wants to get in on it. And I think that's screwed up. Because I'm pretty they, sure that. They already have their monopoly. They already have their little monopoly, right? Well, they, they, you know, no one else really sells wine, from what I know. But they can't they, doesn't it all go through the SAQ? Yeah, it does. Oh yeah, for sure. But they have their own like outlets too. So, but yeah, it just didn't yeah, like. Yeah. I could be wrong, but is it just me? Didn't the like alcohol industry like purposely fund studies to, like disparage marijuana and like? Uh, I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory, but it might be. This probably sure. is. It I might, know a lot it, of conspiracy it might be. theories. I don't know. I don't know if that's a fact. I heard the tobacco industry was was not. Uh, Kind of was kind of against legalization of marijuana, not legalization, but they funded all kinds of studies that were really yeah. Why? I think it's always been the tobacco and alcohol industry that just don't want marijuana to get legalized. Oh, because it's against their interest, I guess. Of course. But then it's it's like but you, then you know, sometimes like people who I don't know sometimes how many people have died from actually, smoking marijuana? None that I know of, at least. How many people <laughs> have died from smoking cigarettes? A lot. A lot of people. Yeah, you but know. you don't. You don't know. <laughs> My uncle passed away, and like you know, uh, how many people have died from cirrhosis of the liver? Have died from. I mean, I'm saying like like there's some people who are really scared of it, and for sure, I, I you know I, I won't deny the the effects of marijuana are very. Um, there's some good and bad to it for sure, but that's like any other drug, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hypocritical to say, oh, but we shouldn't legalize this. But, I mean, doesn't, don't people abuse? Well, I guess you it's because, look, the difference else. is, like, you, you could drink uh, alcohol for the fun of it and not get intoxicated, right? Yeah. With marijuana, you smoke it or inhale it or dab it or whatnot to get high. You don't really do it for the purpose of tasting the marijuana unless you're like huge well, enthusiast I, well yeah oh, like yeah, no one says you know okay we're gonna, i don't really know so. there's a lot of bud tasting for sure but like i don't know anyone who's um <laughs> okay this is actually not making any sense i was just gonna say i was gonna be like i don't see anyone sniffing marijuana and licking it there's probably a lot of people who do that there's definitely people who, who sniff marijuana because they just can't get out of the smell, right? So, I don't know. It's just weird. I just I think it's a topic just to worth, you know, it's worth following. I really feel as though, who knows, maybe the government just won't go through with it. You know? Mm, yeah, maybe. But I don't know, they seem pretty... But what what if, if, like, okay, but what if they, you know, they tried for a bit, and then, like, the conservatives get in power? Right. And then they just, like, roll it back after that. That would be funny, huh? No, but, like, I mean, anything one government does can be, as we've seen with Donald Trump, anything one dev- government does can easily be reversed. Can easily yeah, be reversed. Yeah, I, know. I know, man. Well, you know, I I think a little bit, I mean, it reminds me of the, the, the shootings in Vegas this year. There's a lot of talk about how um, there's a call for tighter gun control. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, and oh, that happened, too, yeah. True. That's a complicated topic, which I don't even feel qualified to even talk about. But I, I think it's a pretty good reason for... Yeah, I mean, for the sure. guy... What did he get in on again? He got... He, like... 
He schlepped up all this stuff to his room. Nobody he had like saw. Ten rifles or something. No motive. Crazy. I mean, crazy. I how does it work there? You know, can you just buy you, a we, gun? We like, actually have. Okay, we won't like mention names because you don't know. Confidentiality. We have, we, we have like a friend who's in Las Vegas. We do. We do. We yes, do. we do. We do. <laughs> I, I was thinking the same thing. I was wondering how he was doing. Yeah, he's doing. He's, he's okay. He's good. Like he's not a little bit scared about what happened. Like he doesn't feel like he's well. Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy, jeopardy. but yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Well, you know, the person we're talking about is a very like level-headed person. Like I don't think he doesn't really, not really a lot. Nothing really seems to bother him. I find. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know. But, uh, I, I, jeez, when I heard that, I just couldn't believe it. Seriously, my heart goes out to the families of, of yeah, the, the attacks. Sure. It's just... Dedicated also to the... And Tom yeah. Petty, this is dedicated to a lot this of people. This is dedicated to a lot of people. All the victims of um, Tom Petty, too. But what I don't get, like, I don't understand, how did this guy get all these weapons? What's the like, US? No, know. but you're supposed to have a I think, license, okay, from dude. What I like heard you're on supposed the news, to. From what I heard on the news is that like one of the rifles he was shooting or something. It like it wasn't illegal, but like a thing. Um, I forget the name, whatever. Like that he added to it, which made it fully automatic. That right. was illegal or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, what like? Ugh, how do you? You're supposed to have a guy. You're supposed to have a license, dude. Like that's how it works. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't just go into a store and buy a ton of weapons. No, no. Is that how it works? Because if well, that's the case, of, like, like which, if you're allowed to go I, into I, stores, I was, in, I was in Texas earlier this year. Yeah. And at the Walmart, they just sell like bullets. There's like a whole thing of. Dude, that. I know. It, I, it, I was it, in Alaska. Yeah, there you go. Two you years know. ago, and that and that's a. I don't want to call it a gun craze state, but I've met a lot of people who are like, we, everyone is, uh, everyone's pretty much strapped out here because, you know, there's not a lot of police out here and if stuff goes down, you want your own gun. And, and they're right. No, for sure. Uh, you know, like for example, I mean, uh, like Talkeetna, for example, uh, I said for example twice, I've probably said a thousand times in the podcast. <laughs> There's people who had, like, no trespassing signs, and I would read them, and I, and I would think, you know, if it was anywhere else, like in Canada, there's a no trespassing sign, I don't think they'd shoot you, but here, I, I would, you'd probably get shot. It's probably very likely. And plus, it's, it's part of the culture, right? Like, they're big hundred. Like, I saw a sign in Alaska that said, God, guns, and guts, or something, made America free. Whoa. It's part of the culture. It's It really is. But, I mean, I think that it's, like, like maybe guns aren't the issue. People are allowed to have guns. You're, if you can responsibly own one, because there's a lot of people who are, there's a lot of good people who are gun yeah, enthusiasts, but, yeah, know, and own but, guns, and don't, don't kill people. Yeah, but the question is, does that outweigh... Like, these things that happen. And there are a lot of shootings. Like, apparently there was another shooting in, uh, I forget where. Yeah. But at the same time as Las Vegas, where, you know, where, like, six people died. Yeah. But there wasn't very much, like, it wasn't on the news very much because, you know, this crazy thing happened. So they do happen very often in the U.S. And- yeah. 
Yeah, this is what I think. I just think that they should not... I mean, again, this is a very uh, armchair opinion, but Jesus Christ, man. Like, don't... Don't let any idiot buy weapons. That's it. I, I don't understand. But how do you make sure... Oh, there's a lot of things you do. First of all, you have to have a license. Second of all, yeah. I mean, so you have you have to have a clearance. You know, the problem with with so the U.S. Gun is control, right? like, yes, you could say yeah. that. But I mean, look again. People can own rifles. Well, they can in Canada too. Yeah, it's of just course. You need to get them registered. Of course, you just you have to be registered. And I think that if someone and 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 maybe this sounds discriminatory towards people with mental illness. I don't mean mental illness. I don't necessarily mean people with, uh... I mean, there's, I mean, for example, someone who is, who is a sociopath. Maybe they shouldn't be possessing a weapon? Like, it's just something to think about. Yeah. Or someone who, uh... has been Maybe. flagged for... not a psychotic episode... Like schizophrenia. Yeah, like, like that's yeah. like I don't mean mood disorders. I don't I don't mean those, but yeah, something like schizophrenia. I just don't I don't think it's safe they own a gun. You know? It's it's you have to you have to look, buying a gun is not like buying um like a pair of shoes or like uh or buying a bag of chips. I think people that's all I'm know saying. that. No, people no. know that, but they no, don't no, see. I know, I know. But, but I don't know. It's oh, okay. Sorry, I'm just joking. No, I'm you're right though. Around. I'm just messing it's, But around. it's not like you can't just go buy the damn thing. You yeah, have to be qualified right, to do right. it. And I don't understand how that guy got all those weapons. Like, did he just go in there and buy them? If that's the case, yeah. oh my god, totally. that's just, fair for sure. Just please, for the love of God, like regulate that stuff and control it, but. There's a lot of people who are hunters, for example, and on rifles. That's my opinion on the situation. I think it's just... But then again, I mean, pe- pe- if that guy really wanted to do that, he was going to find a way to get a rifle anyways, you know? Like, True. A lot of mass shooters. But like, like, you, can't, you can't... The thing is, you can't know. Maybe... Maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. Maybe there'd be too many roadblocks in the way. Like, right. you don't know. You don't know what would happen. It's, like, so. it's true. Anyways, we got anything else to cover? Uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week. This week's, but uh, yeah, we gotta figure out a way to post these. Um, we're, 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 it's hard. We're it's hard that. to you know. It's hard to transfer a file that's like so big. <laughs> I don't know how to manage that. Transferring bits, don't you? I don't know how we're gonna do it, but hopefully we'll figure it out. And and yeah, and until uh, next next. Until time. then, stay frosty. I stole that from someone. <laughs> Keep it, keep it real. If you have to ask. If you have to ask. Signing out.